Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, more classified documents found in Joe Biden's private office, and uh, uh-oh, they contain top-secret material. Also, why was Hunter Biden paying his daddy almost $50,000 in rent every month? We'll get into all of that and more, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined today by America's favorite cowboy, host of the Chad Prather Show, the one and only Chad Prather, who I'm, thank you for getting off your phone long enough. No, to, I want to get off. I want, this is breaking news. Um, this, is, this is breaking news. Kevin McCarthy has been appointed. Uh, he's been voted Secretary of State. Oh, wow. Not. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Speaker of the House. See, it's breaking news. Yeah. We're no, breaking that's news. not. Breaking news just happened. No, it didn't. Oh, okay. I'm behind. <laughs> also Where have joined. I been? Where have I been? Uh, <laughs> so many places. Uh, also joined by Alex Stein, of course, uh, Blaze TV host of the upcoming Primetime with Alex Stein, which is being built right over on the in the other set where Chad... Across also, the room from where I sit. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, well, it slowed down. They found some Biden classified documents when they were building it, so <laughs> it's now the FBI is in there, but uh, shortly, uh, surely, what is it, shortly, but surely, it will be started, so... Yes. Yeah. Um, well, the, the FBI, strangely, you say, visited your set, mm -hmm. has not yet visited uh, Joe Biden's residence, even though we keep finding all of these classified materials, so um, oh, I guess... Every time I leave and we pre-tape a show, something really important happens, <laughs> yep. and I can't talk about it. Uh, so Friday, uh, we found out news that more documents have been found at Joe Biden's private office over at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. And, you know, we talk about the, the first batch of documents that were found there. Then we have the uh, second batch of documents that were found in his garage next to his Corvette, which... You know, he would argue, well, it was locked, so it's fine. Um, Not and would argue, he did he argue. He did argue, sorry. He did argue that, like, well, it was a locked garage. Come on, I'm not stupid. I at least lock the door before I leave, I leave behind my classified documents. Well, now we're finding out that uh, within all of these classified documents, they actually contained top secret materials. Uh, so there's 10 classified documents that have already been known to have been recovered. And um, there are top secret materials. Now here's, here's just for a rundown for the average American who doesn't pay attention to this type of thing all the time. So there's three security classifications that the United States uses. Confidential, secret, and top secret. And to get that top secret definition, to, to categorization, I should say, uh, it's, uh, it has to, it could cause exceptionally grave damage to national security to get that top secret uh, security categorization. And again, I feel like I need to bring this up every time we talk about this classified document, uh, you know, uh, subject is 
when you're talking about it with Trump, you're talking about the president of the United States who has the ability to declassify whatever documents he wants. Joe Biden took these documents when he was vice president of mm -hmm. the United States, when he had absolutely no capacity to be allowed to take these, and he has them. And it's top secret material. I recall whenever they, you know, they raided Mar-a-Lago in this unprecedented raid and people said, oh, but we heard that they, he could, he might have nuclear secrets. Nuclear, yeah. nuclear yeah. secrets in these classified documents. Well, that never came to fruition. But this is very, very real and very, very scary uh, that Joe Biden had these top secret documents in a garage next to his Corvette. But don't worry, it was locked. But was it though? But was it though? And then what we find out is Joe wasn't even living there. Hunter mm. was. <laughs> okay, thank you for adding that extra layer to the story. Hunter was living there. And how much was he paying his father in rent every month? $49,910 a month in rent. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. That sounds like a very bad investment. If, if you're you Hunter go Biden. on Zillow.com <laughs> yeah. and start looking at the rental houses in that same area, in that city, the most expensive lease fee that is in that area is $6,000 a month. He was paying $49,910. I mean, listen, we've wondered all along about the 10% to the big guy. Mm -hmm. We've wondered all along whether or not Hunter Biden was using one of the easiest ways in the world to launder money, and that is through art. You can also launder money through rental agreements. Mm -hmm. Obviously, well, it should be obvious that if you were to take these classified documents that were in a house that Hunter Biden was occupying, and I have no doubt in my mind he was leaking information. Maybe it was to China. Maybe it was to Ukraine. We can, I can make arguments for both. And uh, some of that money was coming from somewhere because if he's making $84,000 a month by being on the board of Burisma with no oil and gas experience, and then he's spending $50,000 on rent, it's weird. It's a weird equity going on right there. So mm -hmm. apparently he's getting money from somewhere and that 10% for the big guys going over there. I guarantee you there's a tie between the 10% for the big guy mm -hmm. and these classified documents. Mm -hmm. These guys, you want to hear what I really think about them. You're going to have to watch my show next. Ooh. But He doesn't mince words it's, it, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I'll tell you there, but I'm just saying this is bad. It's really, really bad. It's what we've always known is going on. Um, and now... How much of it will be brought to light? We'll see. I hope within the next week, maybe this week, we're going to see some serious expose that's going to happen. Because here's what's happening. The Democratic Party is done with Joe Biden. Yep. He cannot run in 24. They're done with him. Uh, this is going to turn out to be nothing short of a political and, and public execution. Mm -hmm. it, this guy's over. He's done. Well, our, I mean, what could possibly go wrong with allowing a crackhead uh, access to classified documents? No, nothing can go wrong with that. <laughs> but uh, seriously, you guys made you know all the good points, the fact that he can't declassify a document as a vice president. So we kind of know that he, he at least committed some sort of, he broke the law, right? Okay, let's of just course. say that. And obviously the media and the way the uh, Department of Justice was weaponized against Trump was much more severe than it was, was with Joe Biden. But you, like you said, Chad, this is just a way to nullify him from running in 2024, just like it's a way to nullify Trump, in my opinion. And I think the DNC is done with Joe Biden. As a matter of fact, I don't even think they like Joe Biden to start with. I think they just used him as a puppet, and they knew that he was probably the most, had the biggest name recognition and that they could <clears throat> cheat. So, I, you know, they could put anybody in. So for me, this is the quote-unquote humiliation ritual, and they are going to 
I'm conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat, they definitely want Kamala Harris as the president just for the symbology of it. Even if they run Gavin Newsom in 2024, they would love to break that quote-unquote glass ceiling, especially with a multicultural woman, because Joe Biden is the 80-year-old white guy. I mean, he's really kind of mm -hmm. the opposite of what the new liberal party stands for, but Kamala Harris is like the dictionary definition of it. So, you know, it's been interesting watching this all play out because the question that I continue to have is... What were the aides? Remember, when news broke, it was aides found mm -hmm. these classified documents at this office in these files. What, what were they doing? What were they looking for in the first place that would have led them to these documents? They were looking for something. You don't just randomly have aides going to your office where you are not and going, randomly just going searching through documents not knowing what they will find. They were clearly looking for something. What were they looking for and why, right? Well, here's, here's my take on that. You know, we saw the congressman the other day being interviewed, and he said, well, I, you know, I think maybe they were planted. Now his accusation right. was that this was the Republicans right. that are planting right. these documents in Joe Biden's private office <laughs> as well as his private residence. Um, I think maybe we're looking at the Democrats planting this stuff. Yeah. Well, th so that's my point is uh, the only plausible theories that I can come up with are either A, the Democrats decided we are done with Joe Biden and they decided to, I wouldn't even say planted, but like they knew that these existed. So and they thought, no okay, guess we'll logs. go find them. There's no, no guess, guess logs. logs. So let's get to that in a second. And so either A, they were planted by the Democrats or B, they were looking for them because they knew indictments were coming and they wanted to get ahead of it and then didn't know how to handle it. But I feel like... Why are you going through these files looking for something? What were you looking for it was and time. why? It was it's time. Timing. That's what I... Yeah. There's no other plausible yeah. theory they to me. They think we are all stupid. And we are. And by and large, we keep letting it go. And that, I mean, you, know, you know, when Joy Behar gets on The View and says, well, we know Trump is a liar and a thief, and so we don't trust him, but we don't think that about Joe Biden, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's stupidity. Right. That's pure ignorance. Um, no, let's bring up the fact that uh, University of Penn, where his think tank was, if you ever feel bad about your life and don't think you're going anywhere, just remember even Joe Biden had a think tank. <laughs> uh, so they received like 10 times more donation than any other university from the communist China government. They got a $50 million donation. Why? Well, because one of their assets was there and his mm -hmm. name was Joseph Robinette Biden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why. Yeah. That's why all that money went there. And, and I really want to make this point, too. This is really how you know the narrative is changing. You see the media is now all of a sudden turned on Biden, and they're putting Biden out there to answer questions when we know that cognitively he probably can't answer those questions. And I think it was Joe Scarborough on MSNBC or maybe one of the idiots on CNN. But they said they brought up about how Joe Biden didn't even march in the civil rights, but multiple times, I don't know if you guys saw this viral mm -hmm. clip, multiple times on his campaign trail, he would continue in 1988 while he was running for president as a 44-year-old said he marched in the civil rights, and his campaign was like, you didn't. He's like, I know. <laughs> dude but, says, but the media calling that out, I mean, that's very yeah. egregious. It seems like the, the tide is turning. Yeah, this is a dude who says he got arrested with Nelson Mandela. Yeah, <laughs> This is a guy who just today, Martin Luther King Day, just sang 
happy birthday to what the wife of MLK three and couldn't even remember her name when he got yeah. to the middle of the happy birthday song. Well, and, and I gotta make this point, as a person who goes to tons of protests, it would be so easy to go to a civil rights protest. Yeah. I'm sure all you had to do is go to one big city once. Like that, to lie about that, I'm sure he had multiple opportunities to go. I, I had a civil rights protest. I, went, I marched in the Me yeah. Too movement. I'm just saying, I marched in all kinds of crap and I don't know that I don't care. It's just, I guarantee <laughs> that he had the opportunity to march in it and he didn't march in it and then lied about it. So that's yeah. even more egregious. I've been to the women's march. I've been to the Me Too rallies. I dressed up like a vagina. Good for you. You should. <laughs> I wasn't at the rally when I did that, but I did. <laughs> right, so I want to play um, Ilan Omar because this is kind of the the Love new her. the new to you Love the her. new talking point from the left on this issue when you're talking about you know Democrat lawmakers is that oh well when it comes to Joe Biden's classified documents this is just you know Republicans playing a political game this is all just this is all just a political game it's not a big deal all right what. Start by getting your reaction to the news of today. Uh, six pages now, no additional pages uh, of classified documents having been found at President Biden's home in Delaware. She's well, one, I'm glad that there is a special prosecutor that's been appointed to investigate. You are glad that there is a special yes, prosecutor. Tell me because why. anytime there is a deviance uh, in regards to security protocols mm-hmm. that should be taken serious, mm-hmm. it should be Great. investigated. Okay. What I find interesting uh-huh. is that Republicans who have defended Trump mm-hmm. after he literally stole classified documents, refused to turn them them over, lied about having them, Mm. made up some story about how he declassified them, Mm -hmm. had to have his house raided in order for those documents to be found, Mm. are now only interested in investigating Biden, who (laughs) has cooperated, Mm. who his own staff and Mm. former staff have themselves turned these documents in. Mm. So you have to understand, right, Republicans aren't really Mm -hmm. interested in upholding the law in following security protocols. What they're interested in is playing a political game and now only wanting to investigate Biden. Mm. Oh. Her brooch looks like the poop emoji. <laughs> she looks like the poop emoji. That is the poop emoji brooch. Yeah, she has a very Somalian accent. Yes. Yeah, so that means she should really shut up. <laughs> you married your brother and lied about that. Don't preach to people about telling the truth. And well, she's a refugee, and her family's like multi-multi-millionaires, exactly. but she was classified as a refugee. Exactly. And, and, but uh, you can always see when they start to get on their little roll, oh, I'm, I, uh, I know what I'm going to say now. Here we go. Uh-huh. I'm going to unpack all this kind of thing. And, and they, talk, they peddle this crap out there like it's supposed to be the truth. And it's so easily dismantled with just one little pull of the string right. there. Right, right. Well, that's what's frustrating is like, no, Joe, oh, Joe Biden cooperated with authorities and Donald Trump didn't. Trump wasn't given the opportunity to cooperate with anyone. His lawyers were trying to work with the, you know, the DOJ and the FBI. They just raided his home because they wanted the optics of trying to, you know, raid his home and make him, as Chad, you pointed out at the time, make him do that perp walk. That's mm-hmm. They were going for the optics wanted. of that. And now all of a sudden we're supposed to believe that, like, oh, well, no, Joe Biden is actually very transparent, right? Oh, my God. Trump was horrible. Joe Biden is the most transparent president we've ever seen. You know, it's funny because I still haven't heard what 10% for the big guy really means. But Joe Biden's transparent. Yeah, I mean, it's just provably false that she's lying, too. I, know, I liked how she said, you know, the aides turned it in. It's kind of like she knows the marching order. She knows, in my opinion, that Biden's done. So it's just hearing her try to defend him and it's still having that Trump derangement syndrome where she has to make everything about Trump. 
Elaine Omar makes me sick, but yeah. I'm not I mean, surprised. this is the same woman who said some people flew some planes into some buildings. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. Hey, she can kiss my ass. Yeah, some I mean, things happen. Can, no, nobody cares what she has to say. No. <laughs> um, all right, we've got, uh, uh, let, so let's touch on the, the Secret Service aspect of it when we come back. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Eden Pure. So uh, Eden Pure has this, it's called the Thunderstorm Air Purifier, and it uses this technology that like, I don't completely understand, but I <laughs> really love it because uh, the O3 molecules, it actually like, it sends out and it actually searches for the odors and of course makes it completely go away. How I know this is because Alex, you were with me last time I talked about this. Mm-hmm, yes. Have you bought one yet? No, you I need, need to. I need to because the cat room is stanks That's with all the I'm litter saying. boxes. I know. I I'm going to get this. an Eden Pure. Nasty. I'm going to get an Eden Pure. I know. Don't say that. The cats are my family. Well, I know this because two things. One, I have cats and the litter box stinks. Mm-hmm. Two, we cook cruciferous vegetables in our house. And so you cook Brussels sprouts and your whole house smells like a fart, yeah. okay? You, like the Eden Pure, you turn it on and you dial the, it has like a little dial for minimum, maximum. And you turn that dial up and it eliminates all the odors. Uh, and like my son is thrilled because he doesn't have to walk into the laundry room and smell cat poop on his way out the door. My house is really bad. Yeah. It smells like a fart because I fart a lot. So I really need it. <laughs> you yeah, really, really need, need the it, Eden yes. Pure. Uh, <laughs> right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm three pack for whole home protection. You're going to need that because you're going to need it in your kitchen. You're going to need it in your laundry room, wherever your litter box is. And you're going to need it, I don't know, maybe in your bathroom if you're like Alex. You can go to <laughs> EdenPureDeals.com, put in discount code Sarah3 to save that $200. That is EdenPureDeals.com. Um, discount code Sarah3. Shipping is free. Go there now. So I know we were talking about all of the, the you know, all of the saga of Joe Biden, the classified documents. Uh, you know, the Republicans have asked for logs of any visitors who were um, joining Joe Biden, who were visiting at his Delaware home where these classified documents were stored. I think that's a reasonable request, right? Like, okay, so you're saying that you had classified documents. Um, we probably need access to who visited this home, who could have potentially um, had access to these documents, you know, I mean, in the locked garage. And uh, Secret Service says that uh, they did not keep a public log. They said, the spokesperson said, we don't independently maintain our own visitor logs because it is a private residence. And uh, they don't keep it. So even though there was a, a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request, um, they don't have any sort of, I mean, look, I'm sure no one from the CCP visited. I'm sure none of Hunter's, you know, business associates who Those are obviously- Oh, okay. And drug hookers. dealers. Well, no, I'm sure that they didn't visit this place where all the classified documents were kept by a really neat vehicle that people might have wanted to take for a spin. I don't know. Just look at it. <laughs> yeah, so, but don't worry. There's nothing There's nothing going on, I'm sure. Oh, there's, there, the, there's, there's the big guy right there's there. There's the big guy. Uh, no word on when he got this and if the 10% was used to purchase this vehicle. I'm not sure. But um, it, do, it does, it's like, where there's smoke, there's usually fire, and it doesn't seem to be a coincidence that all of these classified documents are turning up, um, that you know some of them are top secret, that uh, you have Hunter living in this residence, where they turn up. Oh, and also he's paying the $50,000 nearly a month to his father to live there, 
and also the Secret Service can't tell you who visited there. They don't know. Well, you have to realize, Car-a-Lago is one of the most pristine places you can live, so it's worth $50,000 <laughs> a month, so that's, let's just be neither here nor there. And honestly, I think we need to spend more resources on the January 6th committee. So, I mean, you know, I don't really... As and Ukraine. That's what I'm saying, and on Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So if those two issues, if this takes away from those two issues, then I would really redirect and, you know, redistribute our attention towards those two things. Because this is just a few pieces of paper. Whoop-dee-doo. You know what I mean? So, like I said, car logo safe. Let's figure about you. Let's go focus on Ukraine. Okay, so I want to, I, I, I do want to get to some other um, headlines of the day, but I do want to just posit this. Um, so, I feel like the Democrats thought that they had something really big with Trump's classified document moment. Then when they realized they couldn't get what they wanted from it, they went, oh, so this might be a way that we can at least push Biden to the, like, just right. out of the picture, but he won't go to jail, right? Because they saw that- Yeah, we don't have to drive him and his Corvette off a cliff. Right, exactly. Well, because they could put him in jail. I think they just want to make him ineligible. Well, right, that's what I'm saying, because they, they didn't get what they wanted with the Trump moment. So they went like, okay, well, at least, like, the optics of it are bad enough that he won't, it won't ruin his whole life. But it'll get him out of the way so we can run who we really want to. It just seems to be the only conclusion that I can come to. Oh, the systematic dismantling of America. That's what you're watching. Mm -hmm. You know, look, you got top secret, secret, and classified. There are people in prison for possessing classified documents that didn't have the clearance to possess those things. I mean, prison. Yeah. If you or I had a classified yes. document, they would be knocking on the door right now. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Yeah. Who, uh, who was at the WikiLeaks? Julian, Julian Assange. Assange, yeah. Right. I mean, he was, he had to flee. Um, and Still gone. Right, yeah. right, right. But uh, yeah, Joe Biden will, I'm sure, just be given a slap on the hand. Um, okay, I want to move on to um, Eric Adams, New York City Mayor Eric love Adams. Do you? You yeah. keep saying you love these people, yeah. and I feel like you don't love these, guys. Love these people. Um, so he is saying that uh, migrants should be warned that there is no more room in New York City for them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. I thought there was always room at the end. No. I thought we were going to talk about Jesus being a migrant. No. I thought we were supposed to welcome <laughs> them all in like the Bible says we're supposed to. I thought, oh, y'all done got full up. No, no. Well, <laughs> even though they proclaim that they are a sanctuary city, um, he said that he learned that websites are giving asylum seekers the false impression about what they can expect in New York, including that they would be living in hotels when actually it's going to be shelter housing. So he's just concerned for the migrants, that they're, that they're being a sold of, yes, mm -hmm. a false reality of what they can expect. He doesn't care about his citizens, much less the migrants. That's a great point also. Well, and, and I'd like to make a serious note about it, even though, you know, I, I, like, I like to joke around. But, like, you see the footage of the migrants getting dropped off in front of Kamala Harris's house, you know, at the Navy base. And you look at it and you're like, oh, that's appalling. You know, that's 50 Hispanic people, you know, kids. And you're, like, blown away. That's happening every day here in Dallas. Like, literally, it's happening. Way more than way, 50. That's what I'm saying. Way more. So, no, it's a, it's a really serious problem and people don't want to address it. And I think that's... You know, it's just so glaring. That's what makes it mad is these people clutch their pearls. They see a few immigrants there, but the problem is metastasized and is so much worse, you know, around us right now. Well, it's fascinating because um, Eric Adams said in his statement, he said, it is wrong for El Paso to have a response, for New York to have a response. We cannot have these disjointed responses. This is a national emergency and crisis that must be addressed. And he called on Congress and the president to enact immigration reform. 
Interesting how all of a sudden when it gets brought to their doorstep, now all of a sudden they call on the federal government to actually enforce the laws that are already on the books to actually, I don't know, like not just pretend that we don't have a border. We have a border <laughs> for a reason. Mm -hmm. So why would we not be enforcing the laws? Now all of a sudden when all of these dirty brown people are dropped off on Eric Damn. Adams' doorstep, he's like, Oh, well, the federal government needs to do something. Oh, you mean like um, enforcing the laws that are already on the books? That would be great. That would be great, wouldn't it? But they don't, they don't enforce laws in New York City <laughs> and in New York. They just don't do it. I mean, it's, it's again, these, these folks, it sounded good because it's like, it's like when you tell the kid, it's like, you know, if you go to sleep right now, tomorrow morning, we'll get up and we will go to Chuck E. Cheese for lunch and they do it mm -hmm. and now tomorrow you got to follow through on that because you've already promised something you had no you had no desire you were ever going to do that mm. right so he's like yeah we're sanctuary city you remember the right. remember the videos they used to do with those people coming out oh we're a sanctuary city mm -hmm. and it's like then all of a sudden these migrants start showing up and they want a place to sleep right and they want food to eat mm -hmm. and they want to they want to live in your space no we're full we're full at the end. No room at the end. Well, and, and you know what? It just makes you sad, too. It's like, you know, I wouldn't mind helping a migrant, but the fact that we help the, the illegal immigrants more than we help our veterans, mm -hmm. that's what makes me sick. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, it's like the you know, people say, oh, you make it too simple. It's like, no, America first. You need to help Americans, and we need to keep these people, you know, from just walking through our country committing crimes, and instead of them actually having to pay for these crimes, not that they're all criminals, no, but they just get to get deported. So we don't have that same luck because, you know, we're citizens here. So they don't have to be upheld to the same rules that we have, so they're not the same citizens as us, and it makes our lives worse, sadly. Yeah, you know, um, I know we gotta wrap here in a second, but it was fascinating. I was reading this account from a, a person who worked at a hotel in New York City because they were being held at some hotels. Um, and he was talking about the conditions of the hotels now that they were holding the migrants. They're it's like, terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're having sex in the stairwells. Mm -hmm. They're throwing out food the because they don't, like yeah, they don't like yeah, it. Yeah, they just, so they just throw it out because they're like, we don't like this. But so they don't throw it away. They just leave it out and there's molding food everywhere. And, you know, these people, it's like they're, they're behaving in an uncivilized manner. It's like, I yeah, and, no and, kidding, and, because that that's that is what where you, they you wanna, at. You want to get real about it? Because I've I've been to these please, places. I've been, please, I, when they wipe their when they wipe wipe their rear end, mm -hmm. they're not flushing the paper. No, they just throw. They it. set it right there by the toilet. Yeah, they throw it in a they, they, bin by the wait, toilet. What? That's oh, yeah. Listen, okay. I in those that. countries, and I've been to all of them. In those countries, they don't go to a Mexican good. restaurant for crying out loud. They mm -hmm. keep, they keep a trash can right there next to the toilet mm -hmm. in the Mexican restaurants. Listen. You, here in America, you go to these countries, they, they don't have the, the septic systems mm -hmm. like we have here mm -hmm. in a first world country. They don't have the sewer systems. So flushing paper, depose, mm -hmm. disposing of paper uh, that's, that's you can't physical waste, you can't yeah. do that in those countries. Yeah. So when they come here, all they've ever known their entire yeah. life is to use the toilet paper and set it beside the toilet for somebody to clean out later on. Yeah. So I can only imagine. Now, to prove me wrong, right. I, I know that's not politically correct, but <laughs> woo woo, prove me wrong. Right. I guarantee yeah. you that's what they're doing because it's all what they've always known. Right. And now these hotel owners are going, Dang. Well, yeah, because it's not it, like they, they, the left paints the picture constantly of people who just want to come here for a better life and assimilate. 
No, they don't. They don't want to assimilate they do oftentimes. Not want to assimilate. They don't. They want to take free stuff from your resources. They do not want to assimilate. This is how they Assimil have lived, and this is all that they have known. They do not want to assimilate. Assimilation is a bad word. You can't use it anymore. It's politically incorrect. You can't even the government doesn't even use the word assimilate anymore. Border agents don't use the word assimilate anymore. There's a, there's a great clip out there where Chris Matthews is interviewing Joe Biden that's recently resurfaced, and they're talking about how the, the, the bilingual thing is going to be a problem in America. You can't do that. Both of them, Chris Matthews and Joe Biden, say, you can't come here and speak another language. You've got to come here and speak English. You can't come here and do business if you don't speak English. You can't come here and function in our society unless you speak English. You can't come in here and have, uh, he says, and they both say, Chris Matthews even says, Chris Matthews tingle up his leg, Chris Matthews says, there's no country in the world that has multiple languages, a primary language, that actually functions successfully. Yeah. That's racist, no right? right? It's racist now. Y'all set the damn standard. Um, all right, we've got to, uh, <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Did you really not know that? They just threw the two of them in the trash. Hey, why yes, ass literally. Put it right here on the floor. No, if you go to like um, there's a pile of paper. Paper. I mean, I've been to Mexico. The new transgender owner of Miss Universe organization declared at the event over the weekend that the new global era for women's empowerment would be led, of course, by men. Watch. The Miss Universe organization from now on is going to be ran by women, owned by a trans woman, for all women. For all women really around the world to celebrate the power of feminism. <laughs> That's a dude, right? That's yes. a dude. That's mm -hmm. a dude. And by the way, Donald Trump sold that organization mm -hmm. to that dude for $20 million. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Trump, who just hates everybody. Mm -hmm. He don't care as long as you, he don't care what's wagging as long as you got 20 mil. <laughs> he made that deal. Women. I mean... You watch this happening, and it's hard to fathom how any woman can support all the women who yelled about the patriarchy and, you know, women's empowerment and feminism and all of these things and how men are the problem are now watching men literally erasing women. They're taking away their scholarships. They're getting involved in all of their sports. Uh, they're now apparently taking over beauty pageants because who knows, who, who doesn't know true beauty more than a dude with a penis? What are we doing? What am I doing right here, right now? How, how could I tell you how to be feminine? I'm not here to tell you about femininity. I'm just gonna let the man do it for me. American Beauty by Sarah.com needs a transgender model. No, <laughs> never, we will never do that, ever. A little extra make them up. No. Yeah. Never, never, never. Mm. And I got in big trouble on the internet when I said there are only two genders and only one of them is supposed to wear makeup. Now, I did not mean by that that uh, women have to wear makeup. I'm just saying if one of them is going to wear makeup, it's the women, not yeah. the men. That, like, that, that's, just, that's just the standard that we've set. And if you don't like it, you don't need to buy my makeup. Well, I mean, just the fact that the person running the Miss Universe, you know, has a penis is a little, you know, disheartening. But I think even worse was the Ukrainian display almost. I don't know if you have a clip of that, but mm -hmm. how uh, the Miss Ukraine, she came out there with her wings, just basically more trauma-based mind control to get us, you know, 
you know, scared for the poor people of Ukraine. And listen, I am empathetic. I don't want Ukrainians to die, but we've talked about this earlier. We have a massive crisis at our border, so bad that even the mayor of New York is going there. Yet our politicians only want to talk about the border between Texas, I mean, excuse me, between Russia and the Ukraine. So that's what's frustrating for me. So the whole Miss Universe thing is a public ploy. It's all fake and it's all lame. And now men are competing in it. So I would suggest everybody stop watching it, stop giving it our attention because it's it's obviously propaganda at this point. Yeah, it's just, it's so freaking frustrating, you know, when you see so many women just completely silent about this issue. You know, we're talking about, uh, Chad and I are doing a thing over at realwomensclub.com where, you know, we're trying to just really fight back on this because this is like women, God's image of women were supposed to be feminine and, you know, graceful and all of these things. And I, I'm sorry, but I, I don't think like he ever thought to himself like, you know what? We're going to dress a dude up and the dude is going to tell women how women should be. And that's just going to be what we're going to do here. Like it's just gone completely off the rails. Not to mention we're pushing people into a lifestyle that has very, very dangerous and disgusting ramifications. I want to bring up a, a recent study that shows that more than half mm -hmm. of trans women. So this is biological men who have that surgery. Um, they call it bottom surgery. I, I just call it gen, uh, genital mutilation because that's what it is. They are in so much pain years Years later, they need medical attention. So up to a third of patients in this study that they found, up to a third of patients also struggled to use the toilet or suffered sexual issues 12 months after this operation where they give them this surgically constructed vagina. And um, here's the thing. It's like, it's not, so you, they literally have to, I'm sorry, if you got children in the room, take them out. They have to stick a dildo up their like fake their faux vagina what four times a day yeah. to dilating. they call it dilating but, but that's it's such a like cute fancy little word oh well they just have to dilate four times a day no they have to stick a dildo up their faux vagina four times a day for at least 15 minutes to make sure that it doesn't close and and oftentimes they they, they can't use the toilet properly and they can't even really have sex. And even if they can stick, shove something inside of it, they're at risk for infection. Oh, and also, it doesn't feel good. Oh, and also, that tube that you're calling a vagina came from your rectum. Right. So there is an odor There's... there that, again, reminds you of certain Mexican bathrooms. <laughs> but if that dilation doesn't happen, uh, guess what? It closes up. You've got to have the surgery all over again. Mm -hmm. This is an abomination of creation, mm -hmm. is what this is. Mm -hmm. We are taking mental illness and glorifying it. This is a uh, uh, this is uh, an absolute affront to God's design of creation of the human body, the female form, the male form, all, all of this. To to say you know this ultimately is is humanism to the highest degree. It's an affront to God, regardless of what your faith is. Listen, I, I believe we are here by design. I believe yeah. we are created. Mm -hmm. And if, if this is an affront. This is thumbing your nose at your creator and saying, no, I know better. I can, I can elevate the human form to something that it was never intended to be. And it's a mockery. It's a mockery of femininity. It's a mockery to real women. It objectifies women to the point of saying no, they're nothing more than cosmetics and, mm -hmm. and breasts. Uh, and, and their physical form. It's not. And, you know, the Me Too movement conspicuously went away as soon as they gave Woman of the Year to Bruce Jenner. And so, you know, you're literally giving the middle finger to women. Yes. And saying you don't matter anymore. Yes. Yes.
It's been nice knowing you, YouTube. Uh, we'll catch you on <laughs> blazetv.com where you can see this exclusively. No, but, but sadly, literally, like everything you guys have said is, uh, you know, big facts, as the kids say, but, you know, you can't even really say that because they're so disconnected with reality and the same people that have been preaching science and 10 different boosters are the same ones that say you can choose your sex at five years old. So, no, we are really in this weird conundrum. And uh, sadly, you know, I know Sarah and I investigated. I know Chad, you're dialed in. But, like, I almost think we're at the point of no return. I mean, I don't know how this gender ideology stops because we've let it get here. And people are so brainwashed into thinking, like, that is progressive to say that trans children are, you know, the future. Or they have the right to choose to cut off their penis. But when we talk about this surgery, these bottom surgeries. I mean, this is not some walk in the park surgery. I mean, it is a serious, if you have a mental health issue, cutting off your genitals does not fix that mental health issue. So mm -hmm. no, now you're physically ill too. Right. Exactly. So right. it just, it just doesn't make sense. We need to really help people's mental health. And if people want to be trans, you know, they have that right. But I just really would really suggest and, and <laughs> do not get the bottom surgery. Do not cut off your penis. That's the last thing you need that wiener. It's the only thing you got. I'm telling you, do not cut off your penis. But, but, well, by the way... Or just, your boobs, because I love boobs. We need more boobs. Just you should, have like, a, you should have like an Alex Stein telethon, like the old Jerry. Mm -hmm. Jerry <laughs> Lewis Save the penises. Him. Save the penis. We should, yeah. we should have a, a foreskin rally or something. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that, um, you know, you said, like, it, uh, it's not doing anything. It's not, it's not solving the problem. You know what it's doing? Uh, lining the pocketbooks of all of these doctors who now have lifelong patients and have a lot of follow-up visits after, that's after the, what, $30,000 vaginoplasty. No, it's not bottom surgery. You're, you're inverting your penis into a faux vagina, just to be clear. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. I know. On Friday, Wyoming lawmakers introduced a bill that would ban the sale of new electric vehicles. Uh, it's coming at a very interesting time because you've got other states uh, in the country. Massachusetts, uh, New York, Vermont are considering bans on gas-powered cars. California has already advanced the legislation. Wyoming is like, nah. We don't want to do that. Well, at least the lawmaker who put forth the bill that has yet to be voted on, uh, they say that they are expressing support for phasing out the sale of new electric vehicles in Wyoming by 2035 and notes that oil and gas production has long been one of Wyoming's proud and valued industries. It says the oil and gas industry in Wyoming has created countless jobs and has contributed revenues to the state of Wyoming throughout the state's history. And we want the electric vehicles gone from our state. <laughs> oh. <laughs> People are suffering. People are dying. And Wyoming says, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm all for it. I love Good it. For them. I love it so much. Yeah. I hope there's more of that. Let's not forget about the cobalt mines that China owns. It basically uses slave labor mm -hmm. you know, in Northern Africa and all over the Middle East. So, yeah, I mean, I think they realize these electric cars are not the answer. And just the sheer fact that in certain states like California, you can't have a gas car. I mean, that's like a dystopian nightmare where at any po moment they can turn your car off. So mm -hmm. that's what I really think. The tinfoil hat conspiracy behind it, it's not just climate change. They want to be able to shut you down for the next pandemic. Sure and, if that's, and if it's as easy as a software <laughs> update or a push of a you know, button on a keyboard, trust me, they'll push that button. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's been fascinating to watch even people here in Texas when we had that whole, what was it, two years ago now, when the everything shut down because it got February. frozen. Mm -hmm. We were all frozen, and they had all of these smart thermostats that people yeah. were trying to adjust the heat, and they were not letting them adjust <laughs> it to the heat yeah. that they wanted 
because these companies were regulating it. And it's like, if you don't see that that's a problem, just from that, that uh, you know, all of this is a problem. They want to get rid of gas generators. I, I mean, I mean, what the heck? We need you. Not even that many people have generators. We all should have one. I'm just saying that's a big. How about the fun. stoves? Yeah, I mean, the gas stoves. Which I mean, they keep saying is like a conspiracy theory. Well, no, Kathy Hochul was like, no, we want to do that. There should be a ban on assault, <laughs> assault stoves, though. I mean, you know what you I mean? Think? Yeah, I mean, you can have so hunting what stoves. An you can stove? have a hunting stove. Okay. That's an electric one, but an assault stove. If is it gas. has more than four burners, yeah, that's an assault stove. If it's black, that's an assault. Stove. Yeah, that's a scary assault um, stove. I lost all my stoves in a boating accident. Oh no! Yeah. Wait, why did you have your stoves on a boat? He just has microwaves now. I don't know why, <laughs> but they were there, and uh, I, I can't. It's it's hard. I lost. It was a big investment. I lost them all in the bottom of the lake. I'm really sorry about that, Chad. Yeah, thanks. Um, so before we before we have to go to another break, I feel like we've got the conspiracy theorist here. Mm -hmm. I should ask you. I noticed that the World Economic Forum yep. is meeting, and I saw... Two big guests. Well, are not there, right? Mm -hmm. Klaus Schwab George couldn't Soros. be there, and George Soros also Seems backed out at the last minute for undisclosed reasons. What are your theories here? Well, you know, what people don't realize is the organizations like the Trilateral Commission, World Economic Forum, basically they push the idea of globalism. And so that's what's causing a lot of American strife is the basically the deregulation of American dominance. So we have more global dominance. So organizations like the World Economic Forum, they basically want you to have nothing in the future and they want you to be owned by the state. So Well, don't worry, you'll be happy about it. Exactly, say. like yep. Klaus Schwab said. So for me, just guessing, I think there's a lot of heat on George Soros right now on Klaus Schwab. And maybe for them, they can just go meet secretly with all these people behind closed doors and just optically, it gives them like this pass like, oh, maybe they're giving us a break. Maybe they're not trying to ruin our lives or put us in cages or shut us down or vaccinate us to death. So, yeah, I, I just think it's, it's more of an optical illusion, but they're still controlling the narrative or, you know, talking to all these super important people that are flying their thousands of private jets there to talk about how climate change is our biggest problem. I was hoping that the explanation would be like a, a chip like they're they're implanting they're everyone with chips and they didn't want to get Well, you shipped. had to be COVID. You had to have a COVID negative test, I believe. I think I saw Ezra Levant uh, 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 talking about that. But I don't, what, think boosted? I don't think they had a vaccine requirement, though. Yeah, I really? So. I don't think so. I think it was just a negative COVID test, I believe, this year. From what I read. Interesting. Come on, these guys, you know, this is what they said. They said all the private jets, and this is a conspiracy, that all the private jets coming into Davos, that none of the pilots could be vaccinated. Wait, what? They wanted all unvaccinated pilots. Too many pilots having heart attacks. No. Yeah, that's what they said. I read stuff on the internet. I don't know if it's true or false. Oh, my God, Alex. Well, don't share it on my show. Yeah, well, that's, that's no, what they right. say. Is, is that true? Yeah, that's what they said. That's, there's I feel a lot like of it people, is. There's a lot of people. <laughs> no! Say, yes, they're saying. In the that. private industry, yes, they, don't, they didn't want any vaccinated pilots. They want unvaccinated pilots right now in the private aviation industry. You heard it here for, first, folks. I don't know if it's true or not, but you're Google it. First, Look into it so. yourself. Okay. Look into I'm gonna, it yourself. Too, gonna too go many to a, increased cardiac episodes. We're going to go to a break, and I'm going to... It's gonna climate change, up. Chad. The weather's changing. Right, we'll it causes heart attacks. It's coincidence. <laughs> okay. Let's see. So a statue was unveiled over the weekend. It's a sculpture. This was honoring Martin Luther King Jr., who, of course, it's Martin Luther King Day, and uh, it didn't go off quite how they intended, I feel like. So this was um, in Boston, and there have been several different... Um, so, yeah, there's... Uh, gosh, that just doesn't look... Um, 
Yeah. Doesn't look like I think. Well, there it is. There wow. Um, they should have called that statue Big Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's big. There were some. There were some questions. There were some questions. Should be some questions. Like, why did you make the sculpture so phallic? Why? Why is they holding a sweet potato? <laughs> well, even more than that, an uncircumcised sweet potato. No, I want to make this point. Even more than the fact that it looks like a big turd. If you really look at it, it looks like like somebody's being choked out, and a hand is on a neck. Like if you look at, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, look at it. It looks like there's two hands. Somebody's getting choked out. So that's weird too. It's just everything about it is off-putting and unsettling. There's you, know, it, you well, know that meme where the the guy's bent over and his head's up his rectum. That's yeah. what that looks like. Seriously. Okay. So. Tune in to, uh, to to Chad's show tonight, which we've already taped, but we were talking about this, I think, and we were, like, it's like, there's so many different interpretations. Like, you just gave an interpretation that I hadn't heard yet. Yeah. None of the interpretations None are, are good. good. Yeah, None yeah. of them, I think the sculptor would be like, wow, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, it's so very weird. I, I Like, the choking thing, I saw a meme of that, and I was like, that's literally what it looks like. And then you talk about the other statues. You know, they tear down Robert E. Lee, who's the worst yeah. thing ever. Then they put a hair pick. But, you know, to be honest, a George Floyd statue in Houston is one of my favorite statues. But that's neither here nor there, R.I.P. George Floyd. I'm just saying, this is kind of meant to mock us at this point, so that's, I think it's purposely bad. Yeah. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Well, uh, it'll, be yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting right. to see if uh, that statue stays up after all of the... Reports are released from the uh, the government. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/slash podcasts.